Hi, it's Adam, and welcome to my podcast, Marketer Insider, where you'll get the inside scoop on what's working in the marketing world today. You'll hear case studies from real-world businesses and interviews from successful, respected, and sought-after marketers. So today, I'd like to welcome a very special guest. We've got Matthew NG on the podcast. He's someone that for as long as I've known him, he's always been putting himself out there, growing his network, and he's been pretty active across different social media platforms. But recently, he's gained a lot of success in TikTok. He's currently got uh, 280,000 TikTok followers, and he's amassed over 6.3 million likes on his videos. I feel pretty awkward uh, saying that he's got 280,000 followers because I know by the time you're listening to this, he's probably going to be on a lot more than that, uh, just at the rate that he's growing. So welcome to the podcast, Matt. Thank you very much for a wonderful introduction, Adam. I'd love to go back to your roots and hear a little bit about your story because I know you've got a bit of an interesting story growing up. Mm. Um, look, okay. If we're talking about how it all started, like, do you want me to start from the very start from when I was like 13? Let's hear it from the start. Cause I think you've got an from amazing story. Okay. So when I was really young, I grew up in like, uh, my areas in Northern beaches and back, back when there was not many Asians around me. And I, once I went to high school, when I was in primary school, I'd plenty Asian friends felt like I fit in it was all good I mean obviously awkward here awkward there whatever but high school came around all my friends Asian friends left and I found myself in a situation where I was around like mostly westerners and people of other cultures which I have no problem about but I think Asians kind of go through this thing where or minorities minorities in general go through this thing where you know you feel like you just want to fit in right always and the the mass is westerners which is like totally okay it's Australia whatever but um, I came to a point where I realized I was just, I, all I wanted to do was fit in. All I wanted to do was fit in, fit in, fit in. And I was striving for something that I could never achieve, which was to be a Westerner. And I was like, what the hell am I striving for? That's impossible. Yeah. And then, so I don't know, one day when I was like 13, I kind of realized, well, I what's the point of striving to be something that's impossible? Why not just learn to embrace yourself and work on yourself and, put that strength and like embrace all the qualities that I have. For example, you know, I used to hate my eyes, man. I used to really dislike my, I have monolid eyes. I'm the only one in my family in Australia that has monolid eyes. And I used to hate it. I really did. I used to be ashamed to be who I am because I wasn't like everyone else. But after I made that decision at 13, I kind of learned to push out the things that I like. If, if something's obviously I'm not saying like, look going for perfection but you know accepting who i am and really embracing it and i just kept learning that i started to teach myself how to dress and take care more about myself how to how it started off with like the main motivation at the time was just i just wanted to you know get girls like yeah <laughs> yeah for sure okay of, of course of course but um it kind of just expanded as as i grew my self-confidence and grew more like trust in myself i realized it was much more than that it was much more of how I see myself and I worked on that for a while until I like left high school. Um, and then um, I went to uni. Uh, I went to uni and I really didn't like it. I actually had like, before I went to uni, I had the biggest argument of my life with my mom. Cause I was like, I, I might want to take a gap year and stuff. 
so I ended up, I ended up succumbing to parental kind of advice and all that. And it ended up being, I ended up going to uni and getting a good mark and stuff. And then a year and a half later, like a year and a half later, I was like pretty much hating it. At the time I was really like stuck. Do you know what I mean? Cause I was like, I was at uni and I was like, I really don't like this. All the stuff that I'm learning is, I believed for me, it was like not what I wanted to learn. I thought it was kind of BS. Do you know sure, what I mean? Yes. What, what were you um, studying just out of interest? I was, first of all, I went to arts and business and then I went to commerce media double degree because I got my, uh, I got my distinction and then transferred, but it was essentially the same thing. I mean, sure. it was a business degree and then you get a little media there and here. Yeah. And, um, and did you have an end goal when you were coming out of this degree? Like, did you want to get a job or, or you had like your own plans in mind? I think deep down, deep down, I look back on it today. And like, whenever anyone asked me like, what do you want to be in five years? I would literally tell them like, I want to be like, I would think in my head. I, cause cause you know, when you, when you think, feel something and you think it, but you don't want to say it because you're scared of what other people judge you for. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like if, if you were to say, Oh, I want to be, for example, this is what I want, but I want to be like rich and famous. People would be like, ah, ha ha. Yeah. Good one, bro. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if the person truly wants it, I, but even at, at times when I really like reflected by myself, I really, probably wanted to be some sort of like star. I don't know. Deep down, I think I've always saw some sort of like star power within myself. Sure. Okay. Be like an entertainer. Yes. Um, but anyways, continuing, I never really wanted, I didn't like uni. Like I thought the information that they were teaching was very outdated. Um, I like the marketing stuff. I'm just like, I can learn this online. I can literally learn this online for free. I can, I've read books about this. Like, why don't you teach me some real stuff? Like yeah. the, the stuff that they taught, taught in media. Personally, I think it's absolute BS. I'm like, what am I learning about? Teach me about Instagram. Teach me about the psychology of Instagram. That's what matters today, yes. right? Teach, teach me the future of media, not what people were doing 10 years ago. This makes no sense. Yeah, definitely. I'm just like, it's, it's such a weird concept. And I don't know, like personally, like the, just, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't make this with too many friends or whatever, but I didn't really care about it. Anyway, okay. so I ended up, dropping out and I was like how do I grow more as a person I want to I want to take it to the next level and multiple people in my life have told me the moment you go from like me to we the world will open up to you and I realized from a young age from when I made that decision at 13 I made the decision to work on myself and I was able to gain my confidence within myself and uh, learn how to take care of myself, learn how to present myself very well, you know, be quite respectable to parents and all these like other figures and whatever. Like, and I, I understood how to mature myself and you know, all that. And I was like, realized, okay, why don't I help people with that? So I started doing things around that area. I started posting on Instagram. I was like, I went from my Instagram page went from, you know, look at how cool my pictures are. Look at how cool my pictures are to How can I help you? How can I help you with your image? And then I started taking, I dropped out of uni and started, oh, sorry, I started taking clients. I mean, you were one of the first, I believe. Um, started taking clients for styling. I had like zero experience. It was just more of a, hey, look, give me, give me five. I don't know if you remember, but um, it was like, give me five seconds. I'll tell you three things that you can improve about your style. And that was my pitch. That was literally my pitch. Yeah. And that, that got me my first like five clients. And I was like, whoa, this is possible. It was crazy. Because like I, and I loved what I did for a while. Um, so how did, how did you up. get those 
how did you get those first cl- those first five clients? Was that from uh, your own personal network or was that from social media? How did you actually, like, I know um, I may have been one of your first clients. We met at a networking event where you were really like living the lifestyle that you were um, striving to become at the time. You were super fashionable. You were very confident. You were very mm. outgoing. Um, you connected really well with people and, and, it's just awesome to see someone with this energy. And I was just drawn to yeah. that passion that you brought. So is that how you got your first five clients or was there anything um, that you did to, to attract those clients? Okay. So I think maybe my first ever client was actually, I used to, I used to tutor maths, right? Okay. I used to tutor maths. And every time I'd walk in their house, the kids would be like, yo, why does he dress so nice all the time? I like, cause like for me, for me, if I go to Coles, I'm still going to be dressed better than everyone. Like for you me, are, just, you that, that's just, that's just my standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I leave, leave the house or like just how I treat myself, it's just how I trained myself to be. I, I never know who I'm going to meet and I just want to be best presented. Um, I just want to take care of myself. Yeah. So um, they saw that and they, the mom was always encouraging me. Can you take my kids shopping? Can you take my kids shopping? Can you take my kids shopping? I was like, okay. And then I had another friend who was going to the race. So I'm just like, why don't you just let me take you shopping? like you pay for it but like i'll take you yes um so those are like my first two and then when i went to the networking event i was just like just i it was through a networking event i was just like all right let me just say something i think i think it was just like as long as i feel the energy and passion like it was something i was really passionate about and i wanted to help so i did that and then it did it, it just went from there i didn't honestly like throughout that time i didn't as I posted more on social media and like I started taking a couple of jobs here and there. And then, and then I went to Melbourne to study styling. Um, afterwards, like I went for like a month or like a couple of weeks and then here and there. And then I took some magazine jobs and stuff. And at one point I realized, I think I need to go bigger than this. Like this is not me anymore because I realized as I was doing magazine jobs, I was like, damn, I belong in front of the camera. Like yes. I'm made for it in front of the sure. camera. Sure, yeah. And I did my last job last year, January. Um, and I was just like, or January, some, sometime like January, I don't know, around there. And I was just like, the last magazine job, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Nah, this, this is too much um, for me because like, I want to do something bigger and more for myself. Um, so I started actually Oh, actually 2019. So 2019 now, I actually got really depressed. I got super depressed because I lost purpose in my life because I dropped out of uni thinking that I was going to become a super successful stylist, have like a business. Mm. And it turns out it wasn't what I wanted. And I got really depressed. 2019, I remember uh, April being really hard because it was my best friend's birthday. I only remember this recently. Um, My best friend's birthday. And you know when you just try to make someone else happy, but you're not happy at all inside. And it's really tough. Um, I remember going through extreme, like just self-doubt and I was losing myself because I was like, where am I in my life? And I, I, I pushed on, you know, it was really tough. Um, it was for a couple months, June, someone approached me saying, do you want to, I, at this point I stopped posting on Instagram. I barely post. I don't remember last year. I barely posted last year ever. Okay. Yes. I remember, I remember when I um, was speaking to you once you were on this like massive streak of growing your Instagram, but that yeah. would have been before this pause. That was in 2018. That was in yeah. 2018. Yeah. Um, that was just, I just figured out a way to market myself. 
and yeah. is that in 2018 2018 that's when yeah. i first like around dropped out i grew 11,000 in three months how were you able to grow 11,000 in three months because that's fantastic um, i was watching yeah. your growth happen and i'm like this guy is doing something amazing here yeah back then there was a method which was getting paid shout outs essentially are these pages which have a certain demographic and what you would do as say i'm, I'm just talking business terms if you were a business and you you had your demographic and if this page had your demographic you would pay this page to promote your product which is right. maybe you or a certain product yes. and i just replicated that i just pumped money into it and then it just got me followers yeah um cool um but in terms of like actual direction it doesn't exactly define your direction or anything yeah you know definitely, I mean? for sure because you might because like you might have followers but does it really mean anything mm. like it just you have to figure that out for yourself okay. um so moving on from around june 2019 i was still super depressed and then someone approached me saying do i want to become an artist and he was just like okay I, I, I just said to myself i mean i said to him i have no musical talent but i can learn very fast um i started writing songs for seven months i found the best vocal coach i could and i just worked for seven months i wrote 40 songs and then december last year came around and once again i fell short and i was back in my loop of depression and losing myself in this area okay. of life and direction and when i came back i went to holiday to malaysia came back and I had all these big goals i had all these things intentions etc i want to do this i want to do this mm -hmm. and the moment i came back i got really depressed again just super just i was just like i want to give up man like i i touched the lowest of the lows i've ever been ever period um but i knew i knew like i'm always like this this necklace right here i wear it because i'm I, i'm not i'm not exactly religious but to me like it means god has a plan for you and i knew that everything happens for a reason you just have to keep moving do you know what i mean yeah. like no matter no matter how good or bad the thing is it's happening for a reason you learn a lesson so i never really like i, I like one thing i'll do is never give up like honestly no matter how hard it gets it might get hard i might cry a little bit but like you know it is what it is but I remember my best friend saying, you know, now I'm taking your phone away from you. You're so like depressed. You needed professional help. You need this, you need that. And I was like, nah, dude, I need to figure out TikTok. That's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. And when, when was this? When was this? When did this you say in, I need to figure is, out TikTok? This is in January. I'm going to say like January 15th, January 16th. Okay. And, um, that's when I said I need to figure out TikTok. And I, I was going through something really hard at the time. And I... I realized though, I was, have, I was, I was on a phone call with a person and like, I was just venting out my, like, you know, why I was so depressed. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you, when you're so depressed, you want to like, you don't want to burden other people, but you know, yeah. I finally like released the emotion and I realized I was like, damn, I still care about what other people think. That's why, like, that's why I feel so crap because I want to do all these things, but I'm held back by my own like by my own kind of like constrictions because I care about what the people think. And then this, as soon as I like realized that I let go of it. And then I was wow. like, cause, cause I had nothing to lose. I was yes. so depressed that I had nothing to lose. I was like, what is the worst that could happen if I just stopped giving a damn? Yeah. You know is, I mean? that, is that what led you to that realization? Um, 
Oh, it, was, it was just a phone call. It's like everything, everything, my depression and mm. everything. Like I was just feeling so, I was just like, realized, I was thinking like, why, 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 why? Yeah. And then it just hit me. It literally just hit me like a flow. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But I was just in bed at like 4 a.m. Mm. 4 a.m. in the morning talking to this person. And there's a, like, it felt like this, like, weight lifted off my shoulder. Wow. And I was like, I was like, damn. Oh, I still care about what the people think. I got to let that go. And then once, once I let it go, I literally, like, I felt as if my depression left. Wow. The next, the next day I woke up from the worst depression of my life and being like, let's game on, baby. Like that Game on. Game, game on, on and baby. Then, and then I started posting TikToks and I started just doing the things that I wanted to do. I started focusing on things and I was just like, okay, this is the thing I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do this and stick with it. And I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. And then it just rolled out. And then four months later, I'm full time and I quit all my jobs within like two weeks of that realization and then it's just been an amazing journey ever since like wow so yeah. what what was that journey like so you you made the decision i need to figure out tiktok and then you you said you started posting how how did you know what to post and then how did those posts translate into such success on the platform okay so how i knew what to post was because of so during during the time between 2018 and like now i've been addicted and i mean addicted i mean like uh self-help books and all this like stuff you know i've been very like the only edu- like the, uh, the education i always valued like i love branding and marketing branding i love and marketing. branding and marketing i love the concept of how do you actually build a business and i love self-help and understanding human psychology so to me how i knew what to post was just that like okay if i were to technically build a business what would i do right I'd have to sp- focus specifically on a demographic, stop trying to aim for everyone. You have to aim for one person and then like go forward with that, go deep, not wide. So I focused on a demographic and I'm like, what do they like to see? What do they want to see? How do I want to make them feel? Um, and I started posting stuff revolving around that. For me, like I'm, I'm pretty open with this. Like my demographic is like females um, because I will eventually be an artist. It makes sense. I want to take like a Justin Bieber route for myself, um, at, at least on the start already. Yes. And I just post... I just post like comedy, romantic kind of things. It's mostly aimed at women. Um, uh, And then I just, I just try to try to do that. And then how it translated into like success, I think is also what I studied beforehand. I think if you don't have loyal customers to a business, like you don't have a business. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If, like for, for me at the end of the day, I think like the whole concept of like 1000 true fans is more important than anything. If you have a million followers, but you have 10 people that could buy your stuff, that's, that's not as good as someone with 1000 followers with a hundred people that could buy their stuff. Because at the end of the day, like you want to be able to survive and, you know, thrive off what you love to do, which is great. Um, so to me, I just focused on actually appreciating and being grateful for the people that actually supported me because if, if I just keep striving for growth, 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 but never pay attention to the people who are actually supporting me now, they're the people that's going to build what I want up. And I think it's always just like, it's, it's not just me succeeding. Do you know what I mean? I want the people around me to succeed, people like who are supporting me to succeed. So I, like, I know a lot about my, the people who support me. Yeah. Like I know a lot about it and I speak with them. I actually hopped off a call just now. Like, 30 minutes ago with someone I spent an hour and a half the other day, just like, you know, trying to help someone through their problems. And that's why I do lives and stuff. Building, building that like relationship is super important. And 
yeah, I'm very grateful for that. So I'd say that's how, yeah. Yeah, amazing. How have you gone about building those relationships through platforms like TikTok and Instagram? I do a lot of live streaming, like every day at 7.30, I do a lot of live streaming and we just chill. Like there's no, I mean, I'd like to take it to the next level, but coronavirus has limited that a little bit, or maybe just my mind has limited that a little bit, but I do live streams. I like, I do giveaways and stuff. When I hit 100K, I wrote 100 handwritten cards. Like I literally wrote 100 handwritten cards and I got them, wasn't just some standard stuff. I got them to email me what they're up to i got them to email me like what's going on in their life you know like what they want to talk about and i wrote 100 handwritten cards people are starting to receive it now and i gave away some like free stickers um just to say thank you do you know what i mean because like seriously without without them i wouldn't be who i am do you know what i mean yes and they've they've supported me to a point where i'm able to be who i am and i'm very grateful for that so i'm gonna like always be grateful i can't i can't just like ignore them and be like oh i did this myself no i didn't i did not yeah this, definitely. this is this this is a result of multiple people hundreds if not thousands like supporting me and want to be grateful um and other stuff like video calls i do a lot of video calls um like last week we did a movie night um just as, i was just on zoom i bought like a zoom subscription 90 bucks i don't know 100 something and it's like, come join the Zoom. Let's watch a movie together. Yeah. Cool. Doing just random stuff like that. I, I used to reply to every single DM. I can no longer do that at all. Yes. Yeah, so um, you're getting you're getting a ton of DMs at the moment. It's 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 a bit heavy and like I yeah. can't keep up with like a lot of conversations because like it tires me out a lot. Um yes. so that's why I hope hope on my lives it's much easier to communicate through voice. Um but yeah, so just just um, what Gary Vee says, I really like this one quote. It's scaling the unscalable. Scaling the unscalable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like doing the things that no one's willing to do at a mass level for me. Like that's important. Like what other, what other, like I, I just like doing things that no one else does and doing things that I feel like are true to myself and that I can promise and deliver on and to build that, um, to build a community. Like to me, that's really important. Yeah, I think from what I've seen, from what you're putting out there, you really are building that community. And I very rarely see people putting the effort into the community that you are putting in. So I often see you're posting about your live streams. You're getting people to send you messages. You're writing and sending out cards. You're doing the stickers. And you're even having one-on-one chats with people, which is really fantastic and really nurturing that community. Would you say that, TikTok is a platform that everyone should be on or is it for specific people? What would you say to someone who's thinking about jumping onto TikTok? Uh, the, the biggest thing I would say is let go of your ego if you're deciding not to. Uh, it's, this is Instagram at the birth. Um, everyone said the same thing. Like, I just understand if you're like, be like, oh, TikTok's just for kids. This is, you said the same thing about Instagram. You said the same thing about Facebook. You probably said the same thing about MySpace if you're around. It's the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? Like, yes. As 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 like a marketer myself, like understanding that the world changes and it adapts. Just because it's not a hundred percent established now, it doesn't mean it won't be. Yeah. And TikTok's growth and prominence has been catastrophic. Uh, cat- no, not catastrophic. No. I don't know. It's just been very big. And mm. um, I think anyone can be on it. There are doctors on there. There are, it's just like another Instagram. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you know what? TikTok's doing crazy things to nurture the creators there. Yes. Like you can literally, I posted a video that took me 30 seconds and it got me 1.7 million views. 
Wow. One point, like the other day, like the other week, like last week. Yeah. Got me. It got me. I went from two thousand and ten to oh sorry, two thousand and twenty followers. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, two hundred twenty thousand followers to like two hundred sixty in like two days. Wow. Which is it makes it possible, right? Like it makes it possible. And just like I used to post on LinkedIn when I first started. If you look at my LinkedIn, you can literally see me make a post when I hit one thousand followers. On link on TikTok. On on link no no on LinkedIn. You posted so like, on LinkedIn about LinkedIn? No, I posted on LinkedIn about TikTok because yeah, I cool. wanted I wanted I wanted the businesses to understand this is not just for kids. Yes. Because you can make you can grow your business so much and build these like get potential customers there because like people people are gonna download TikTok because it's funny, it's got so much content. Like the, the creators there are amazing. Like there's so much creativity, there's so much fun, there's so much education. It's like Instagram stories and steroids. Yes. And like we check Instagram stories more than we check the actual feed now. Sure, I mean? yeah, for sure, definitely. So it's absolutely if you if you're a business, anything small or big, like definitely consider it into your just post if it's even like posting quirky, funny videos or whatever, or educating people, just figure out your demographic and talk to them because the TikTok algorithm will help will help you get to them. Like it just will, because there are, there are financial advisors on there. Do you know what I mean? There could be a lawyer on there. Yes. And that could mean if you had a PDF or something like a, like a PT, like person training, if you had a, um, if you had like a PDF product, you could be like educating people on that platform, get a couple hundred thousand views or even a couple thousand, but like they're very hot leads ready to buy stuff, release a PDF. That could be your first 10 sales. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. I can for sure see that happening. I mean, one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok at the moment is this lady who's like a speech coach and she helps people Mm. pronounce words and communicate better. And her Instagram, not her Instagram, her TikTok videos are incredibly educational, but on Mm. top of being educational, they're like fun and entertaining and they actually teach you something in each one of them. Mm. And she's grown quite a big following. And I've got to imagine that her business from this has really got her brand out there and allowed her to grow her business, which is awesome to see. And I'm sure on other platforms, while she could have been successful, I think mm. she's had the greatest chance of success and actual reach on TikTok. 100%. 100%. So if you were starting out fresh or for some, for anyone listening to this, what advice would you give them to grow to their first 100K followers? First hundred thousand, I would say, figure out your demographic. Um, really understand who you're trying to talk about. What's what's your objective here? For me, like my initial goal was just a hundred k, but I had like an idea in mind. Do you know what I mean? I want to grow my brands. I have music coming out. You know, like I like fashion. I want to do fashion and like other stuff in the creative arts. So I was just like going towards that. So like, what do you want to do? I think most people. Most people, if you're not trying to be like an influencer or anything, you probably have a small business or something. If you're trying to educate, like, like for example, you have a passion for cooking, right? Passion for cooking. Figure out your demographic, who you're aiming at. You're aiming at, you know, 16 to 24 year olds who have time to cook, who are like, so you have to speak their language. So you start releasing videos. One thing that TikTok has is, from what I've learned at least, I don't know if this is 100% true, but from my studies, it seems true. This concept of verticality, which means that like, each action you take on TikTok tells the algorithm. It's like the TikTok algorithm is like a baby. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You feed it things through your actions on TikTok. And through that, say liking cooking videos 
So if you like 10 cooking videos in a row and you don't like any dance videos, yeah. it's going to tell the TikTok algorithm, oh, you like cooking. You must yes. be a cooking page. Yeah. So, so focus on like building like a curated action list, I guess, and then post things that are talking to your demographic. Don't go and post one cooking video and then next thing you're going to be like, oh, but I want to talk about my singing abilities. Makes no sense. Right. So it's, it's the same. Focus. Yeah, it's, it's the same as like if you were to start a brick and mortar business. Do you know what I mean? It's like focus on your product mm. and push that. Don't try sell clothes and the next thing you're like, oh, we're trying try to be like this indie candle brand. It doesn't make sense. Right. So f- just focus on the clothes and keep going at it to build a better product for that. So, um, and obviously learn to adapt, read the analytics. The biggest, the biggest, um, the biggest factor for TikTok virality is watch time i think watch time okay if someone if someone finishes your video then that means tiktok knows okay it's a good video it's a good video um so yeah focus but the main thing for me focus on your niche and speak to them and learn how to speak to them that is the most important thing and and increase your watch time yeah definitely i think that's great advice and a great starting place so to Mm. sum it up basically figure out your demographic figure out who you're trying to target as well as that, figure out what objective you're trying to get out of it hmm. um, and then start creating content around that, around what you're trying to achieve and don't hmm. really veer out, stay in your lane as Gary Vee says and, and really, as you were saying, just stay focused on what you're doing. Don't post about too many different topics. Stick to the one thing or, or the one in a bit thing. How often should you post and how do you, how do you actually post? Like, How do you come up with creative ideas? Um, for me, what's worked best, um, is just, just testing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I was talking to a couple of friends. I saw a quote yesterday. Innovation is just, it's not coming up with like one great idea. It's like trying like a hundred things and seeing what works at the end of the day for me. Like I kind of let go of that whole concept of like, Oh, I have to think about a genius idea to me. Anything as of now, from what I've learned is that the market decides what is successful. The market decides One, what is successful. The mar- Great The market quote. decides. The market decides. You, like you and your thoughts. Like I'm sure you have um, like great ideas. Execute on ideas and just see how they react. That's it. Don't be so. Like I don't. I don't like being emotionally attached to the result of everything. If it works, great. It works. I learned something. If it doesn't, great. I learned something. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So just keep moving. It sounds a little robotic, but that's the best way because you become unemotionally attached. That's how people like get into, you know oh, you know, I'm, I'm making content that's really bad and stuff. Just adapt. You just have to try new things and adapt. And I don't mean try, if, if you're like a baking business, don't try go singing videos. Just do other things around baking. Do you know what I mean? Try, try a different perspective of baking. Try, how do you make a cake in five seconds? How do you make this? Like, for example. Yeah. Um, so you just have to try concepts. For me, like it's taken me a couple months, but what I've realized works best is when, you know, I don't look at trends anymore. I don't go on TikTok all that much okay um but i i I don't know i I enjoy when i'm bored but um for now i just come up with ideas i'm just like okay what's funny uh what's worked for me is all these like point of view videos where i'm like like for example uh something that skyrocketed me first was like imitating instagram live like i do like instagram i do like romantic comedy i started with that pretty much it's like a funny situation but it has a bit of romance in it. Sure. You know I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would do these like Instagram POVs and I'd be like, pretend like we're on Instagram and then like someone would enter 
someone would enter the live and I'd be like freaked out and stuff. And that was the whole video. But people loved that because, and it came from my own experience because I used to do a lot of Instagram lives. So I was just like, okay, that's funny. So, I, But I tried it. The important thing is I just tried it and see how it went. Yeah. And then once you find a winning product, you just keep going until, you know, maybe it slows down or something or people, you, you feel like it's time to escape that. Try something new, try something new, try something new. Um, so post two to three times a day. You don't need to like post. I mean like the great, the great people like Charlie D'Amelio post like 12 times a day. Wow. But um, that's insane. Like, yeah, but, that's insane. That's like a full-time job. Oh, hundred percent. It's a lot. It takes a lot more time than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to post so, a 60 second video. What's yeah. your process posting two to three times a day? How do you actually pump out two to three videos a day? I just literally like, sometimes it takes me five seconds to think of an idea and then it takes me 30 seconds to execute it. But it's just like this wave of creativity for me. Like what I've realized work, I have to let go of like, trying to beat the algorithm okay i have to i have to let go of trying to i think i think genuine con content genuine like genuinely entertaining content that's like really special comes from you um works the best yeah so i realized that like okay i need to think of original ideas that are funny and romantic and then ex just execute them um so i'd literally just be like i'd hold my phone and i'm like what do i want to do and i think of something like five and i was like Oh, that'd be funny. Just record it and try it and then post it. Yes. And see how it goes. Yeah. That's it. Um, in terms of like, yeah, like I think, I think thinking of genuine original concepts that are like truly valuable is the most important thing and having some sort of branding behind it. Okay. Saying it comes from like, it comes from you. People can associate this type of video with you is the best way to do it. Yes. I think that's like that, that's what I've seen has grown a lot. And I was talking to someone who grew like 600 K and he was saying the same thing, finding that genuine original content that you can associate with someone. Yes. And then that will like, well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, something that I think a lot of people don't know about is the monetization on TikTok in terms of the, the gifting side of things. Are you able to talk a little bit more about how that actually works in that process? Because I think most people wouldn't have any idea about that world. It started off with people just gifting me because like I used to be, I used to read every single comment. Like I had like 150 people in the chat. I would read every single one. And I mean, I didn't miss a single word. Yes. Okay. So basically what you're saying is on TikTok, if you follow someone, you can actually gift them money. It's just like digital currency. Do you know what I mean? Sure. You can buy digital currency and send that to your favorite creators. Um, and as a creator, you can receive that. TikTok takes a cut of it. 60%? Um, from what I calculated, it's around 60%. Wow. That's insane. That's huge. That's insane. So, yeah. cause I realized I was just like, Oh, I spent like, I made like $200 one day and I was like, how much did someone actually pay? Yes. And like how much did like, collectively, how much did people pay? And I realized like, wait, what the hell? It's so much more than $200. It's like, Oh shit. Like I should probably do something about this. Yeah. But um, no, it's like, it's a great way to support the platform and it's a great way to support your creators, your favorite creators. Um, so it's totally, I, uh, it's, unless you put a lot of work in, it's, I, I think it might not be that easy unless you have an yeah. insane following. 
Yeah, I would it say that, be that easy to fool I, you. I would imagine that it's got to be pretty hard for people. Like, you'd have to have a mm. real connection with someone with someone you're following to actually gift them, you know, some money, which I think is mm. a real testament to the audience and the people, like your fans, how you've been mm. able to actually nurture them and add value to them for them to be gifting you money. It's just crazy. Yeah. Something that I ask every guest on the podcast, what's the one thing you've done consistently that's got you to where you are today? Perseverance. Perseverance. I think like, uh, lack of a better word, like Gary Vee talks about like eating shit for a long time. Um, and not that I realized it, but I probably did it for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like figuring out like what you what value can you bring? So you just like go through it all. You just have to like keep persevering. Just don't give up. Hard work trumps everything. Trumps everything. I don't care how talented you are. Cause like just to go through it. Like me as a musician, like artist to be like, I, I could say, Oh, I didn't get musical training when I was a kid. And, but if you just work hard and go through it, you get there. And I know my songs are going to like do well because I've yeah. worked for it. Awesome. Fantastic. I think yeah. that's a great place to wrap up. Where can people that are listening to this find out more about you, maybe follow you on TikTok? What's your handles? And maybe if you talk a little bit about your new song that's coming out, which I'm super excited to hear when that drops. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at F-A-S-H-N-G. That's fashion. On TikTok, you can just find me at F-A-S-H. That's fash. Um, I usually main, I usually, I mainly use those two platforms just because I'm most consistent on there. I have Snapchat, I have Twitter, I have LinkedIn, but I don't, I'm not as consistent. Um, yeah, you can just find me on there. I post just like pictures and stuff, update my life yes. content. Tick, TikTok is more, I'd say, a bit more consistent. Um, about my new song, it's called Fake Nice. It's about the choruses. I do what I want with this life. I make a decision, ain't got to think twice. I don't have the energy to act fake nice. So you can either love me or leave me on sight. And it's pretty much a song about, you know, living life on your terms. Everything like I kind of say, you know, like it's, it's my message. It's my why. It's my why. Like, you know, live life the way you want to live it. Or, or like not being like rude to anyone, like always being kind and stuff, but like, you know, don't take shit from nobody. And, you know, don't, you don't have to live a life where you're like sucking up to everyone. You know, you take control of your life, take charge. This is your life. You deserve to be happy and just like always see the positive. And I just wanted to write some sort of like pop rap song as an anthem. And like, no, I, I love this song with my heart because it's exactly how I feel inside. And it's, yeah. Amazing. Very live exciting. life, live life on your terms. That's something that you're doing. Thank mm. you so much for coming on providing so much information about TikTok and your journey. And thank you for being so authentic. It's so rare to see such authenticity in um, this day and age. So thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Thank you podcast. so much.